1: And with that, welcome in to the ACL pod featuring the one and only Cap'n Wags, the Super Pod, Super Bowl 55. We made it, guys. There are definitely times this year when I guess even having a Super Bowl was probably up in the air, but we are definitely here. Chiefs versus Bucks, Mahomes versus Brady. Probably couldn't get any better than that if we tried Wags. Super Bowl is here, my man. You ready to talk some props, some Super Bowl, everything under the sun here?
2: Let's do it. Yeah. Super pod, man. This is, uh, amazing. I'm, you know, it's kind of unbelievable that we're, we're here, uh, bittersweet, you know, now we're at the end of the, uh, NFL season here, but yeah, I mean, Mahomes and Brady, I mean, I was going to say who would have thought, but, um, apparently, <laughs> uh, once Brady went to the bucks there, there was a lot of uh, money going on and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be awesome. You know, it's going to be great weather. And um, yeah.
1: although there's some updates on that now.
2: All right. All right. Maybe I I've got some uh, updates for you. Right. Updates, Mr. We'll...
1: Mr. Meteorologist over here.
2: <laughs> there you go. So you, you'll fill us in. But yeah, it, sh- it should be great. Looking forward to it. Um, you know, been. Uh, you know, I've been seeing your tweets on all the props I've been going through myself. So uh, can't wait to talk a little bit about that.
1: Can't wait. Yeah, no. The um, I was sort of half joking about the weather, but the, there are there is some talk now that there that there may be some rain. You know, obviously four days out, five days out here. Who knows? These weather people are sort of guessing half the time, I think. But at least it's on the radar that it could potentially rain. I saw even a report as high as seventy five percent chance of rain. So hopefully we don't get a repeat of that. I think it was the Colts Bears Super Bowl down in Miami. Um, yeah, that was just, just pouring down rain, right? So.
2: Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, the the good news is it's not going to be like New York or Chicago or, or somewhere up north where I think this weekend it's supposed to be negative uh, ten degrees or something Oof. like that up in Chicago.
1: Nobody wants that. Yeah, it may rain, but it ain't going to be too cold either way. Exactly, so yep. that's a good thing. Yeah. So guys, SuperPod here. We're gonna have some great guests coming up as well to talk all things Super Bowl um chris andrews dave mason james carville of course and uh we'll be talking props we have the contest at the end where instead of the 200 dollars, we're raising it to 400 dollars in site credit if there's a winner this week 400 course, baby 400 bucks you figured you know what it's the last pot of the season let's just go out with the bang man let's do 400 it 400 bucks let's, let's do it, do and it. Mean, of course yep. free plays at the end so definitely here we are all right Wags, just to sort of reset everything right super bowl 55 in tampa bucks versus the chiefs current number Chiefs minus three, juice. So there's really two prevailing numbers out there, right? So the Chiefs are minus three, around minus 120. There are some books that have gone to three and a half with juice on the dog. So you're either seeing Chiefs minus three, minus 120, or you're pretty much seeing Bucks plus three and a half, minus 120. The books are playing ping pong on this number all back and forth. Generally, if it's at three at any decent juice, juice amount, they're taking money on the Chiefs. If they hit three and a half at any decent amount, pros for the most part at this point are coming in on the bucks at three and a half so that's pretty much what you're seeing there as far as the total goes um it it opened around 57 i think was the consensus there were some 57 and a halves out there it has been bet down for the most part 56 i haven't seen 55 and a halves pop at all really i saw one for like half a minute Um, And then it went back up to 56. So as of now, midweek Super Bowl, we'll call it Chiefs minus three, minus 120. 56 is pretty much the consensus number there. So that's where we're at now. But Wags, I mean, just in terms of the matchup, right? I mean, Brady versus Mahomes, Chiefs versus Bucks in Tampa, the first time that we've ever had a, a technically home field advantage for a team. It's very odd that the first time in 50, 55 years that, that that happens, there won't actually be that many fans there compared to the size of the stadium. So just an awesome, awesome matchup here.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's a great matchup. I think, you know, you couldn't really have drawn it up any better. You have uh, the incumbent Chiefs, uh, you know, trying to win two in a row. And um, taking on Tom Brady and the Bucs who, you know, obviously, you know, there's a story there. Uh, Their defense has been really not good for the last several years until maybe uh, a year or two ago. And and then they bring on Brady and and get all these different weapons. So uh, there should be a lot of fireworks. Um, You know, we're curious and keep an eye on the total and and the line but you know it makes sense you know three gonna come in hard on the Chiefs and then uh, three and a half uh, hard on the Bucs the I guess the one question is you know the liability and and i'm sure you'll talk a little bit uh, uh to mason and andrews and um try to find out what books are or you know have the liability and i, I assume there's going to be a ton of liability on tampa yep. um much more so than the chiefs so uh they, they're they're probably needing um kansas city to win uh and not cover uh, so my guess is they're hoping for some sort of uh 28-27 game the under comes in it's a one point game something like that but uh we'll see we'll, we'll talk to to both of
1: them and, and see what's going on yeah because what we see in the super bowl and this happens every year the the i'll call it the public that comes in that wants to bet the dog they're not taking the points they're taking the money line right they want the bigger yes. payout. they're not taking the minus 110 they want you know, Tom Brady's going to win the game. Give me the plus 150. So we see this every single year where the money line on the favorite is actually a much better value than it is in a normal football game simply because the money line gets hit on the dog a ton more in the Super Bowl than any other game all year. So that is something that absolutely takes place for sure. Um, Wags, I, I think the, the the best way to kind of start is, is with the matchup that these teams played in Week 12. We have the advantage as betters here that this game – was played in week 12 of the NFL season. Both quarterbacks were fine and they're pretty much healthy for the most part. And it was played in the same exact stadium, which is pretty cool. So you can literally go back, look at that box score, see what happened there. Uh, for those of you that haven't really kind of um, broken it down or, or checked out that box score yet, Kansas City won that game 27 to 24 they were around my it was literally the same exact kind of numbers here three juiced three and a half a lot of the pros came in late three and a half took the bucks got the cover there but the story of this game was really the, the the chiefs dominated the game they were up 17 to nothing in the first quarter they were up 20 to seven at halftime the bucks got 14 points late in the fourth quarter they blanked the chiefs in the fourth i mean basically the chiefs were just running the ball out of in the fourth quarter, there. they were up twenty-seven to ten, uh, the Bucks got two late touchdowns to get the backdoor cover there, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Patrick Mahomes here, Wags, had four hundred and sixty-two passing yards, three touchdowns. He was thirty-seven to forty-nine. So there's a lot for me that in my prep for this week for the props, especially that I've been going back and looking at that particular game.
2: Yeah, and and for those who don't remember, I'm sure um, you know. Listening here, uh, I'll let you know that this is the game that Tyreek Hill had like 200 yards or more in the
1: 269. Yeah. And, and a
2: lot of it happened in the first half, right? Yes, it because did. obviously, you know, they went up 17 and, nothing and didn't really score that, you know, they had one touchdown in the, in the second half. Um, and, and this is a chief's team that this, you know, w- was off a bye. They went on the road to beat Vegas after that was their only loss earlier in the year. So kind of an emotional uh, win there. And then they were able to go down to their second-a-road game in a row to Tampa, again, where the Super Bowl is being played. Uh, and they went and, and got out to a really early lead real quick. So that's something to keep your eye on. Um, you know, Kansas City is someone who can come out, score real quick. Uh, their defense is, is very good. They put you in a position where um, you're going to have to try to throw on them. They can kind of unleash uh you know their front seven a little bit and, and get after maybe brady and and you know we'll see how their offensive line holds up they've been solid all year uh, it's been a weakness in the years past so um you know curious to see how that plays out will the chiefs get up early again and how will the bucks fare against uh kansas city defense who's actually you know surprisingly a, a, an underrated defensive uh, unit
1: yeah, especially on the passing end, I would totally agree with that. Just to sort of look at some of the other top prop options for this weekend and how they did in that week, Wags. Um, Clyde edwards helaire 11 carries for 37 yards. Patrick Mahomes, 4 carries for 28 yards. As you mentioned, Tyree Kill, 13 receptions, 269 and 3 touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, 8 receptions, only, quote, only 82 yards. Um, on the Tampa Bay side, Brady, 27-41, 345, and three touchdowns. He did have two picks. Now, those numbers are high just because he was passing the entire fourth quarter there. So keep that in mind as you sort of make your, your, your prop selections for this weekend. Who's going to be ahead? If you think that the Chiefs are going to be way ahead late, you probably want to take Brady over pass attempts, for example, over passing yards because they're going to be passing the whole second half. So always factor that in. Uh, Ronald Jones, nine carries, 66 yards in that game. Leonard Fournette, only three carries for 10 yards, which is interesting because they've gone to Fournette a ton in the last, call it six weeks. And this was sort of the last game that Ronald Jones was really the guy before Fournette. So Fournette's numbers this uh, for the Super Bowl, 78.5 rushing plus receiving. Uh, I believe the the rushing number is, is right around 47 for him. So Ronald Jones, I believe, is in the 30s. Um, so they're definitely expecting Fournette to get the bulk of the carries, the bulk of the receiving yards there. As far as the receptions, Gronkowski, six receptions, 106. Chris Godwin, eight receptions, 97. Mike Evans, three for 50. So again, I will say,
2: if I remember correctly, and I could mm-hmm. be wrong, Evans may have got tweaked a little bit in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and watch, but I think he may have uh, – Hurt himself, which obviously limited his uh, catches and, and, and yards there. But he did have two touchdowns, two
1: of his three catches, touchdowns. Sure. And the Gronk stuff is fascinating to me because, you know, we look at the Super Bowl, and, and Cameron Brate has really come on in the last month. And his numbers here, he's at three and a half receptions in the Super Bowl. Gronk's at two and a half. Yep, and one thing I've been going back and forth with. If you just look at, at sort of the targets and, and and what Brady's been comfortable with in the last call it four to six weeks, it would definitely land you on a Cameron Brady over here for sure.
2: Oh no uh, doubt. And, I mean he had but, he had four he had four catches in the first game for thirty four yards, and Gronk also had six for one hundred six. So tight ends. I mean, you know Brady's going to be looking to them. They had ten catches for one hundred and forty yards combined. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on there with tight ends, tight end props. Um, You know, maybe you like both of them, but, uh, you know, certainly keep an eye on Breit because he's been coming on a little bit hot lately. Uh, But then the question is, you know, and I think this is more of a um, glorified situation in the sense that. Uh, Gronkowski, Super Bowl, Brady, things like you that. You read my mind. You yep. read my mind, you know, yes. He's he's the type of guy, and Brady, you know, feels comfortable, red zone target, you know, maybe you go after a Gronk will score or something like that, um, over two-and-a-half receptions. Um, you know, the, these are things that you need to, to really dig in on and, and think about, right? Even though maybe Gronk's numbers have been decreasing and Brady's have been increasing, uh, you know, it is Super Bowl and, and um, you know, They're going to use their weapons any way they can
1: who does tom brady feel comfortable with right he's been in this game many times with rob gronkowski so you i absolutely agree with you the numbers would probably say to play underground last week against two weeks ago against the packers he had only one catch uh it was a screen right and he he basically broke like five tackles and got i think it was like 29 yards on on one play but other than that he was basically not really targeted at all uh if Rob Gronkowski to score the first touchdown, eighteen to one to score a touchdown plus two twenty-five, uh, which is interesting. Plus two twenty-five to score a touchdown. Yet it's over under for receptions is two and a half, <laughs> right? So right. that doesn't necessarily drive there. But yeah, that's an interesting thing. The Antonio Brown angle as well. Uh, as of midweek here, indications are that he's going to play. I'm starting to get a little skeptical as far as how effective he'll be if he does play. Will he be more of a decoy? Uh, apparently he's giving it his go, and and Arians is saying he's going to play. Now, I don't necessarily trust what Arian says about that. The thing with with Antonio Brown is if he doesn't play or if he literally just is out there as a decoy just standing around, it affects all these other guys, right? So say that he's announced out late. I mean, you're going to see the Mike Evans numbers. You're going to see the Chris Godwin numbers. You're going to see uh, the Gronk numbers, the Cameron Brayton numbers go way up as far as the receiving totals. So Antonio Brown right now is in that kind of 40 to 41 range in terms of uh, yardage, Uh, catches three and a half or four. But that is something I am monitoring big time because this going to affect so many other guys on the Tampa Bay offensive side. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Though, I, I will say Arians, um, historically, when he does address players, he's a straight shooter. Um, mm. He'll tell you how it is. I. But at the same time, this is the Super Bowl. So uh, nothing would surprise me if, if he was just trying to, um, I don't want to say mislead, but mislead um, <laughs> the the Gamesmanship is what they yeah, call it, Yeah, right? exactly. You yeah, know, yeah, make yeah. sure you're preparing for everybody. And, um, you know, maybe they do use him as some sort of uh, decoy, but we'll see about that.
1: One thing I just wanted to throw out there, guys, is sort of a Super Bowl disclaimer, right? We see a lot of times, oh my God, it's a Super Bowl. I got to bet 100 times what I normally would on on a, on a normal game, which in some cases is okay if you're spreading things out, right? If you're just betting one bet, if you're just betting the side or the total, don't go all in. You know, don't, If you had a, a successful year... Don't go bet all your profit on, on the side or the total of the Super Bowl just because it's the Super Bowl. What I recommend is there's definitely value out there. Don't get me wrong. And I, there's a lot more at stake here versus a, a normal game, but diversify. With the amount of props out there, really get your money, spread your money out so you can find the value. Um, you know, you can have if, – if the game's an offensive shootout or if it's more on the defensive side, you're not going to get killed either way. right? So I talk to a lot of clients about this all, a lot of time is – how much should I bet on the Super Bowl? And my, and my answer is bet pretty much what you would bet on on a normal game in terms of units per play. Okay, yes. so just wanted to throw yeah, that. Yeah, no,
2: there. I, I agree, and, and and I think you know you said it best when you said diversify. I mean, yep. it's it's you diversify your portfolio with financial, uh, you know trades and things like that, if, you, if you're if you into in the market, uh, you have to do the same here with the Super Bowl. Um, plus, you know, in, in my opinion, and, and everybody else could uh, has their own, um, it's fun to have a lot of action in, in a lot of different places. So... Yep um you know you have uh, let's say you go in on 20 different prop bets and then you pick the side in the total um you're gonna have action all over the game you're gonna enjoy yourself it's entertainment um and obviously the upside is the the financial gain so pick your spots don't go over overboard in in how much you're betting set aside a number before the game starts make sure you have more money to bet in other sports down the line that you're not putting it all in um, as acl has mentioned. Um, yeah, and I think uh, that that's the best way to do it.
1: Well said, Wags. And, you know, the prop um, market, I'll call it, for the Super Bowl, we, we really saw it uh, begin for, during that Bears-Patriots Super Bowl, right? The 85 Bears. Famously, what happened is Jimmy Vaccaro and a couple other guys who were at the MGM, who were at Caesars at the time, who were at the Mirage, uh, put up a prop, literally kind of d- the beginning of the whole shebang here, if you will. Will William Refrigerator Perry score a touchdown for the Bears? There had been talk uh, that Ditka was going to, you know, maybe put him in, and they opened it at 100-1 to 1, that he would score a touchdown. And they were thinking, no way in the Super Bowl is Ditka going to, you know, let an offensive lineman get the ball, potentially fumble, maybe screw it up, whatever. Well, that all changed when the Bears were up, whatever. They were up 30-some-odd points late in the game. He said, ah, what the heck? And the ball happened to be at, like, the one-yard line. He puts him in there. He scores a touchdown. The rest is history. What happened is everyone bet yes on that prop. The public came in, oh, my God, 100-to-1 that, you know, William and Perry is
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. And it got bet down all the way down to 3-to-1 in some shops. So they <laughs> took a bath from 100-to-1 to 3-to-1. It cashed. Apparently, I obviously wasn't there at the time in the sportsbook, but the place just went nuts when he scored because everyone had their yes ticket, some size 100 the one, and boom, the prop market revolution in the Super Bowl was born, and it's just been growing and growing and growing, and you know, as I've talked with, um, with Chris, with Dave, the majority in many cases of the money now, of the handle, is on the props. I mean, it is literally its own market to itself. In my opinion now, there is much more value on the props than the side of the total here. Uh, not only in the Super Bowl, pretty much in every Super Bowl going. I mean, the side and the total are, are going to be very sharp for a Super Bowl. But there's literally hundreds, if not thousands, of props that these guys have to make numbers on. And it's just basic math. They're not going to get them right every single time.
2: Yeah, no, uh, exactly right. And, and, you know, it goes back to making sure that you set aside, you know, enough money or the right amount of money for you personally to, uh, to spread out and and one other thing I want to go back to on you know the props and everything and 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 the disclaimer about not spending and and going overboard here is do yourself a favor <laughs> don't over drink or something like that. Because that could lead to terrible decisions. I've seen live it. Live betting, uh, yeah, live betting. I've seen it before. <laughs> Super Bowl. It's a time to consume. You know, you have the big ads, beer, liquor, chips, etc. Um, as you start consuming more and more, live betting becomes more exciting. Um, so again, make sure you you only have access to what you uh, have set aside. A- and do it right, because, um, you know, I- I'd hate to see you wake up the next morning, um, you know, in-, in the hole for something that you-, you really didn't mean to do.
1: I've seen it actually happen to people in person.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Literally
1: betting will Patrick Mahomes next, pat, you know, play be a pass or a complete. And they just. Bet right. The oh, play yeah, exactly. Every
2: play. Hey, look. And, and if you could do that and you're comfortable doing that, yeah, by sure all be. means, go have fun. Um, but, you know, but, but uh, there's there's a lot of people out there that don't have uh, a ton of money. Um, you know, f- just to set aside for for your betting needs, uh, for your investment needs, I should say, and um, you know, you just want to make sure that that you're not in the hole the next morning, um, waking up, um, and you're not you're not feeling so good.
1: A lot of people ask me, and I'm sure you get the same about you know how to make a prop portfolio because that's literally what this is at the end of the day, right? For the Super Bowl, the best advice that I give people is let your prop portfolio, let your prop bets for this game tell a story. Let it tell a story about how you think the game is going to go. What do I mean by that? The total is fifty-six. It's around six, seven touchdowns expected to be scored, right? So it's it's on the higher end. If you think that the game's going to go over that number, so it's going to get into say the sixties, you want to gear. Not all of them, but you want to. Definitely gear the majority of your props toward that happening, toward probably overs, right? Toward touchdowns, toward overs on passing yards, overs on mm-hmm. Mahomes.
2: Less, less field goals, less punts. Yeah.
1: Unders on field goals. Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. So the way I always started out is okay, do I think this game's going to go over under? That's literally step one. Not who's going to win. It's literally the total. Because for all the, not all, but the majority of the props, they're, they're, they're total based. Will this happen? Will that happen? Even the question of, you know, uh, longest field goal i think it's 46 and a half yards right if you think there's going to be a lot of touchdowns scored uh and good red zone efficiency you know there's probably not going to be a ton of field goal opportunities so that plays into it to you know every single bet is just based on that so my advice to everybody is let your prop portfolio tell a story about how you think the game's going to go
2: yep no absolutely agree i mean that's you hit it spot on i mean the you want to make sure that you're telling the right story and and going about it the right way. And, I mean, I mean, and there are ways, and I'm just going to use yours as an example with the longest field goal. Of course it's possible. It's a high scoring game, lots of touchdowns. Um, and you know, at the end, end of the, uh, half, someone is in field goal range for a, you know, a 55 yard field goal and they kick it and they make it. And, and you know, that's great. It went over. Right. Um, you know, for the most part, you gotta make sure that it plays out the way that you think it's gonna play out, and that's what you want to do. And and um, you know, the and listen, like the fact is, even if you think the game's gonna go over or under, and however you're telling the story, these props still might hit regardless. you know? Sure, but you just want to yeah. make make sense of it. You want to make sense of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as far as the actual game matchup and all that, way, I I will say this: the look, the Chiefs are twenty six and one in games Mahomes played in. I'm not counting that Chargers game at Week 17 this year where he didn't play, and they didn't care. They lost the Raiders game. Derek Carr beat him as 12-point dogs in Kansas City this year. 26-1. and one. Okay, now if if you came to me and you said, who's going to decide this football game? I might shock some people, and, I, and my answer would be this. I don't think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it's going to be Andy Reid. I don't think it's going to be Tyreek Hill. I don't think it's going to be Bruce Arians. I don't even think it's going to be Tom Brady. I'd argue it comes down to one particular matchup To determine who wins this game. The Buccaneers pass rushers against the Chiefs, very banged up, very backup heavy offensive line. What do I mean by that? Todd Bowles, he's known as a guy that loves to send the blitz. That said, you simply cannot blitz Patrick Mahomes effectively. He actually led the league in QBR against the blitz this year. So if you're going to blitz him, he's going to pick you apart with the weapons he has on offense with a lot of single coverage there. So let's assume Bowles dials that back a bit. He has blitzed on about 38% of dropbacks this season. He has to get that number, in my opinion, down into the 20s. Uh, he has to rely on the front four to get to Patrick Mahomes. He has to feel that those guys up front, those four guys, can get to Mahomes, <coughs> and he can then drop back seven, right? So JPP, Sue, Vita Veda, Shaq Baird, I mean, those are good Pro Bowl-type guys. So for me, if early you see that that, that those Chiefs with the, the entire kind of messed-up O-line as it is now, Eric Fisher's out, all-pro left tackle there, If those guys are getting pressure to Mahomes effectively and then the Chiefs are going to be forced to kind of keep guys back or or get the ball out quickly, that's the key to the Bucs victory here.
2: Yeah, no that that's huge and a great point. Um, you know, not much talk about Eric Fisher. I mean, you know, no, you see it I, here I and was there. I
1: tweeted out the date, the game. It happened. It, uh, it's a big and deal.
2: That, that's, no, that's a big deal. I mean, look, the your highest paid player is typically your tackles, right? You know, uh, it used to be your skill positions way back, and then they yep. figured, you know what, we need to protect our quarterback, and the only way to do that is with your offensive tackles, um, especially on the blind side. Now, Eric Fisher is an important piece, and you know we're going to see um and i agree i think you have to dial it back and and let your front four do the work for you and they need to there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to get pressure on mahomes um you know we'll have to keep a close eye on mahomes foot you know i i think he he played just fine but you know those things can be uh lingering um you know and it's going to be interesting because uh Vitavea, I mean, he he came back last week, or you know, two weeks ago, uh, or, you know, it's his first game back. Uh, he he's a player, so, um, big time player, so you know, yeah, he he like a game changing guy. Uh, when he went down early, I remember talking on the pod. Um, you know that that was going to be a, a pretty big loss f- for the Bucks. Um, you know, and look, the, 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 they're where they are now, and um, you know, we'll see how. Kansas City decides uh, decides to design their pass blocking and um, we'll see if they're ready
1: we will indeed um, we're gonna get to Dave Mason we're gonna get to Chris Andrews we're gonna get to Carville soon wanted Wags to just throw out some props at you man so one of my favorite props I do every year is they put the jersey number of the player to score the first touchdown <clears throat> it's at 24 and a half this year so you go over or under that number right So I'll do the work for you guys here. If you want to go under that number, uh, and again, this doesn't count defensive guys. So some random defender gets the ball and does a pick six, then it's sort of, you know, throw it out the window. But on the Tampa Bay side, if you want to go under 24 and a half, you're getting Scotty Miller, Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson. On the Kansas City side, you're getting Tyreek Hill, Robinson, Pringle, Watkins, Mahomes, and Hardman. So you're getting a good amount of guys, much more on the KC side. On the Tampa Bay side, if you think it's probably not going to be Miller, probably not going to be Brady, probably not going to be Johnson, you're really only getting two guys, right? You're getting Evans and, and, and Godwin. Now, everything that I'm seeing here is that the Bucs are probably going to get the ball first, meaning the the Chiefs will defer, but if the Bucks win the toss, Arians is under the last two games, he will take the ball. So if you assume that that's true and Tampa Bay gets the ball, you probably want to gravitate more toward the the, the the Tampa Bay guys and for this particular prop you're only quote only getting Evans and Godwin that I think have a really top shot there so you're getting both running backs on the Tampa Bay side you're getting Antonio Brown you're getting Gronk you're getting Cameron Brait um so definitely if that's the way again you think it's going to play out Tampa Bay gets the ball first they go down and score you probably want to go over 24 and a half here so just some stuff like that Wags um any props that have stuck out to you with, I mean, something like this, the coin toss, the national anthem, what the weekend's going to wear, where are you at with some of, the, some of the crazy props?
2: Yeah, I mean, one that kind of stood out to me, um, and I don't know which way I'm going to go on this. I'm going to dig in a little bit further if I'm going to take it at all. Is any quarterback going to have a negative rush in the game? Yes, is 130. Now, I know, I know sacks don't count here, um, but quarterback sneaks on, on, on a short yardage situation, um, you know, I, Brady's very good at it. Um, you know, Mahomes, uh, I don't think you see it much. But what you do see from Mahomes, um, the last, at least when he was playing against the Browns, was they, he was attacking on that option play, Right. Um, yep. so if he think, if they think that, you know, that, that play is still there and, you know, it's the Super Bowl you're going to go all out, you're going to call all, you know, as many plays in your playbook, that could be something of interest. Um, you know, attacking somebody like JPP on the end and making him make a, make a read on that. Um, does he make the right read? Mahomes comes up the, you know, turns it upfield and then gets stuff for a loss. I mean, that's something that's possible. Um, you know some of the other props, which are obviously always interesting to me, are, are the hockey props, uh, cross sport parlay uh, prop bets. Um, so th- that that'll be interesting. There's a lot of NBA. There's a lot of uh, college basketball. I saw, you know, w- Wichita State total points versus the Chiefs' offensive plays. Um, you know, th- th- just interesting uh, plays that you that you can look at different prop bets. Um,
1: you know. I- I'm actually looking at one of those hockey ones and wanted to talk to you about it. Um, Alex, and again, guys, these are William Hill. William Hill put a ton of cross-border props out. Uh, Super Bowl chasm up two. Wags, Alex Ovechkin, shots on goal. This is versus the Flyers on Sunday. Is pick em versus the Honey Badgers, tackles, total tackles. Now, I talked to some guys. I did a little research on myself as far as the Alex Ovechkin stuff. And... His shots on goal in this game probably should not be more than four. Um, if he gets, you know, five, six, seven, eight, you're eight, you're you're probably going to lose. But I, I'm definitely leaning toward the honey badger. I think he's going to be all over the field. We can see him getting, you know, somewhere in that five, six, seven tackle range. But, I mean, Alex Ovechkin could have one of those games where he has like two shots on goals, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So these are one of those plays that you put out there. It makes sense. Um, you know the data sh- supports it yeah um, but then something like you know to just throw a wrench in into that please the, you know the Flyers uh, take two penalties early right Ovechkin's on the power play and he has like four shots early I'm just on the power play alone you know a couple of power plays right because they they like to load him up um, get him over on the point um, and just unleash from the you know the top of the faceoff circle or something like that uh, so If that is the case, um, you know, likely that's not going to happen, uh, but it could. And, um, you know, you you probably typically want to, you know, you're going to see a a physical game between uh, the Caps and the Flyers. You you normally do. So um, they should be wary of uh, Ovechkin. And and I think, you know, I'm with you on that. Right. So Ovechkin should have about four shots uh, there. Um, One other thing that I'm just looking at that caught my eye, uh, again, William Hill as a prop, uh, what will be more Nathan McKinnon points or Ronald Jones receptions? This one's likely going to be a no action. McKinnon's out right now. He's injured. Um, So if there's no caveat there, uh, you know, you you might want to go with Ronald Jones (laughs) receptions.
1: Yeah, no, it doesn't say it in the fine print, but I'm pretty sure he has to play for action. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yep. um, Yep, yep, yep.
2: Something like that. But yeah, you keep an eye on that because, uh, you know, I would have taken McKinnon points uh, minus a half plus 105, um, to be honest, because Ronald Jones' receptions first, uh, you know, he's not really a receiving back. Um, you know, normally it's Fournette getting those catches. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, yeah, you know, Coyotes goals versus Gronk catches. I mean, that's pretty much. Uh, Like you said, two and a half, you know. Um, But, you know, it leans to 150 towards Gronk, a little juice. So if you think Gronk's going to get three catches, um, you know, you're going to likely at least push.
1: One play I did play Wags, and I tweeted this out. It's on the very – it's literally the very last one on the William Hill packet there. Leonard Fournette rushing and receiving yards, minus one and a half versus the fourth-round score of the Waste Management winner. Now, if you just literally just go look at the Leonard Fournette rushing and receiving yards on DraftKings, it's 78 and a half. You can just bet it. Over under 78 and a half, Leonard Fournette rushing and receiving. So here, the win, the the score of the fourth round winner of this t- golf tournament is going to be almost certainly in the 60s. Yep. Like, could, you know, 65, call it, whatever. So... You pretty much know what that's going to be. What one side of this is going to be, you know what that's going to be, right. and that's the when you're looking at these crossover props, you kind of want to isolate the ones where you know what one of the two options is going to be. So the winner of this tournament is going to shoot, we'll call it 64 to 68, whatever.
2: Yeah. Let's say it's 68. You're getting basically nine and a half yards. on Right. Your bet.
1: So, so I went ahead and took the Fournette, and with the goal of you know probably playing it back. Um, I, maybe that number goes into the 80s, and then I'll play you know under 81 and a half, whatever. And then I have a 13 point middle. But I, I to me, and they've moved it. I think a, a couple points here since I tweeted it out. But that's crazy because you know what well, one of them is going to be, and the other one there's an actual line on it at 78 and a half. So that Absolutely. was one that really stuck no, out to uh, me.
2: No, it's it's a great point. So you know these, these are the different things also that you need to look at, and and just because ACL is telling you, you know, um, you know he took. That uh, the Fournette Russian receiving minus one and a half, it's a smart bet. Even you know, even if he if it happens to lose, um, I'm again, planning on playing it back though. Right, right. Of course, yes. you're going to play it back. The, but the point is, you know, if you don't, you don't put it on the card. Somebody doesn't get your card, and they're just listening to this, um, you know, and then you know they shut it off before you. T- it's value, right? That's what right. we a lot of the a lot of the plays that we make are, are value plays, or you know based on research. So you, you got to understand that as well.
1: All right. Well, speaking of value plays, Bet Online Mason, talked to us about this. They have probably the best prop menu I've ever seen. The primary color of Patrick Mahomes' headband: red minus four hundred, black plus two hundred and ten, gray six to one, white six to one. We go in with white six to one.
2: Whew white six to one could be nice is, it, is there an off color like uh, the field? no man no, those are the four <laughs> options i mean
1: i i have to go to the i can see him coming out with the yellow i can see him wearing right? white right
2: yeah why? Well, i could see him wearing white uh, yeah i mean f- absolutely let's uh pound that bad boy <laughs> That's
1: we'll see. Awesome. no i mean the the, the bet online mini is awesome i mean you get you know halftime you can bet on they're doing an interview with president biden ahead of time where you can literally like bet on the length of it, you know, stuff like that. Um, you can bet on what the weekend's gonna be wearing, your are in halftime, his his sets, all that. Uh you know, the commercials are big time betting on Bet Online, right? You can bet on how many dog commercials they'll be, stuff like that, over four and a half. Dog commercial is probably a good side, just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, obviously the coin toss and, and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit. It's more of the, you know, different kind of props. I, I wanna get your opinion on this um prop later on in the pod as far as will a team use all six of their timeouts i find that extremely interesting you know you, you would normally think yes right you know the bucks for example use all three in the first half use all three in the second half actually it hasn't happened in the last four super bowls so it's one that is juiced to the no for a reason and most people just sort of play yes thinking that a teams will use all their timeouts but you'd be surprised if you really go back and look at how often these teams don't use all all six of their timeouts so Stuff like that. All right, Wags, um, I want to bring in three guests. Uh, three Dave Mason. guests, because it yeah, is man. the Super Pod. It's a Super Pod, brother. It's the it's last like- pod of the football season. Again, guys, the website, therealmysterycl.com. The Super Bowl card is up. You get every play that Wags and I make. Props, everything with the game. Um, but, yeah, awesome guests for the Super Pod here. Dave Mason from Met Online. Chris Andrews from the South Point, and the Raging Cajun, James Carville. So we are going to bring all three of those guys on. And then after that, we'll be back with the site credit contest questions. We will be doing the free plays, and we'll probably be talking some more props as well. So let's go ahead and bring those three on. And I want to welcome into the show the one and only Chris Andrews, sportsbook director at the South Point in Las Vegas and author, of then one day 40 years of bookmaking in Nevada. You can follow Chris of course on Twitter at andrews sports and I have to start off by asking Chris Super Bowl week we're finally here. It's been a long season for everybody with yeah. everything going on this week, you know, behind
0: I really look forward to it. But if you ask me like Friday or Saturday, I might tell you, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) Uh, Because I do love it. I love it. I love putting up all these props. I love taking all this action. But, uh, man, we are doing a lot of business. And every day when I come in, I got to run through the props. Well, take, I mean, it's like an hour and a half just to run through the props before I even get to the point spreads or anything. You know, so, um, you know, it's tough. But, you know, it is, uh, listen, it's, it's. some guy once said to me, boy, this is just like your Super Bowl, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah. So so it, it's intense, but uh, but I do like it. But like I said, talk to me at like maybe 4 o'clock on Saturday. I might give you a different answer.
1: You might give me a different answer. Then. Now, I know at the South Point, you guys famously, you know, you don't move the juice, right? You're minus 110. Right. So you're minus 3, right. minus 110 if you need to move it up to 3.5. You're not playing with the juice. You're minus 110 there. So that yep. said – How has the action been overall so far? Uh, You know, do you have liability at this point, et cetera?
0: Well, right now we do have liability on the three, no doubt about it. And the accumulation is starting to stack up on the Chiefs. However, I do know that uh, whenever I do go to three and a half, I mean, it is a rush to the counter. Mm. And I mean, uh, one guy I know is like early in the, he wanted me 383 385 to win 350 i said you know not a three and a half at 11 a 10 I as I, I can't give you that much i gave him a pretty good whack you know but that was a little much uh so i know like as soon as we go to three and a half especially at the minus 110 they just jump in on it and i see it you you can lay a dollar 15 blame them
1: but boy it's just a race it's going up 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 uh, I think uh, whether it was last year or a couple of years ago, we might have even hit 50-50. Do you expect the yeah. side total money to be higher, lower, about the same as the prop side?
0: I think this year for us, and I'm just speaking for the South Point, I think the point spread in, in the game itself is going to be higher, mostly because we are dealing with everything at 11 at 10. Uh, now, we, the last two maybe even three years it was almost 50 50 i mean just very very slight difference mm-hmm. but like i said this year because uh because we're doing everything at 11 at 10 minus 110 uh, i think the game itself will outright the props but that it's just a hunch you know i mean you know god only knows We 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 get so much action friday saturday and sunday it's really hard to predict exactly where we're going to be
1: Everyone wants to know about the coin toss. I have to ask about the coin toss: heads, tails. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember reading it. It might have been in in the book about how you talked about one year just people were laying it. So you said, "All right, the hell with it, right?" And you just put it at minus one twenty or to minus one thirty, something, something like that. How is the action? Is where are you? Where is the liability now as far as the coin toss goes?
0: Well, let me tell you, from now to eternity, I'm going to need tails. Okay. So <laughs> that's just the way it goes. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It, that, there is that story in the book. When I first started my career, you know, guys kept saying, well, can we bet the coin toss?" And I would say, that's the stupidest bet I ever heard of. I mean, I'm not going to let you bet at even money. You know, I'm going to charge you juice. You know, just go toss a coin with your friend if you're that anxious <laughs> to do. But they kept it. So finally I says, you know what the hell with it. But I'm going to make them pay a penalty. If you're that stupid to bet the coin toss, the coin toss, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna lay make you lay 120 on East Side, and I wrote so much business on that. I said you gotta be kidding me. So I booked the coin toss ever since. But I always remember one guy came up. He bet me five thousand. And I'm, I'm sure he had heads, and I'm sure he won too. You know, I'm thinking, how can you bet five thousand? Because I was laying, you know, I made him lay at dollar twenty, but six thousand and win five on heads. And of course, he beat me. Of course, so, he beat you. That's the way it goes. <laughs> you know.
1: I say it every year, and it is the truest thing. I've been in sports books for March Madness, for Super Bowls, for NBA Finals. There's <laughs> nothing quite like being in the sports book when that coin is flipped, to I see thought- the crowd's <laughs> reaction. Right.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it's hilarious. They love it, you know, but uh, we should be used to it by now. We got, it's been the same thing for me for, well, not quite 40 years because it took me a couple of years to wise up and start booking that coin toss. But yeah, that's what happens every, uh, every time. That, the great anticipation. You got action in the first second of the, not even the game. The for wh- second the the broadcast.
1: The worst thing is if you lose the coin toss, you're like crap. I'm already down. No one. Some people, you know, <laughs> bet not only the coin toss. They bet uh, which team's gonna win the toss. Which team's gonna. Uh, call heads or tails. And I talked yeah. to, I was with one guy maybe three or four years ago. He bet all four of them. and He lost all four. He was owing four off the bet. So,
0: yeah, it happens. I bet three of those props up, you know, so you could be only three with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as far as the futures book, uh, many, many, many books out there, it seems like are okay on the Chiefs, but have massive liability to the Bucks just because a lot of people got in pre Brady news. Do you have any liability on the Bucks there going in?
0: Well, you know, I did. And uh, I just, after you know you could see it after they had their bye week i mean they were kind of a different team so i uh, I, I really kind of maneuvered as much as i could to get off my camp exposure because i definitely had it uh and now going into this game i'm in pretty good shape on both teams you know so um you know, Jimmy Vaquero always helps me a lot on these kind of things. And even if you ask Jimmy, he says, oh, I didn't do anything. All
1: that.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. You know, but he helped me. Uh, you know, we kind of maneuvered a little bit. So we're, we're in real good shape with either team.
1: I got to say, that's, I mean, just I think that goes to how good of, you know, bookmakers you, Jimmy, are over there. The fact that you have kind of maneuvered it throughout the year. To kind of get rid of any liability, because there are some, you know, you're seeing them on Twitter, eighty to one sure. tickets, seventy to one, fifty yeah. to one tickets, just on the Bucks. Not only to win the NFC, but to win the Super Bowl now. So, kudos to you guys. Not, not shocking to well, hear thank that, you. though. Thank uh, you, thank yeah, you. guys, if if you're ever in Vegas and you know you want to talk to literally two living legends, you can literally just walk in the, in the South Point. Jimmy's walking around saying hi, generally wearing <laughs> a, a white sweatshirt, right? Uh, okay, not
0: generally, <laughs> 100% always, one hundred percent of the time. <laughs>
1: Under of the time, Chris is in the back, either in the back in his office or he's in the counter at the left side of the book, stage left of the book. So, there you go. Just go, you know, say hello. They they, they uh, could not be nicer there. Um, any you know sharp action, professional action, whether it be side total props that you've seen so far.
0: Well, yeah, I mean the wise guys were definitely on camp at the three and a half. Okay. There's no doubt about that. Now on the props, you know, I don't want to mention his name because he probably doesn't want to be exposed but i have one guy he's pretty well known in this industry mm. he's uh, a monster when it comes to the props and he comes in every year and i don't mess with him you know he bets me like two dimes a prop you know and uh but when he comes in i move the hell out of him you know and uh, he came in the other day he bet me uh over 50 props. <laughs> Jeez, did I make that many mistakes? Right.
1: <laughs> then you start questioning yourself, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, of course. But I did, I moved the hell out of them. And what's great is after I moved them, I've had you know, everybody else coming in and piling on against him. Hmm. And, uh, and I'm telling my people, I says, well, this is exactly what we want. This is why I like him betting me early, which he usually does. I said, if we play our cards, right, we're going to go in needing pretty much every one of his sides come Sunday. And that's what I'm trying to do. Now I do expose myself to some middles. There's no doubt about that, but, uh, but we do try to maneuver and finagle our way around. And uh, once again, Jimmy helps me on all those. And uh, if we, if we do it right, which we've been fortunate the last couple of years, but we go in needing a lot of his side. So usually when he wins, I win. So, uh mm. you know, man, he's really good. You probably know who I'm talking right, about. You know I do know who you're talking about. I right won't now. say his yeah. name.
1: I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it could be a situation with him, you know, one of two things. One, he's actually playing you, playing, you know, trying to actually beat you at the number he's betting at. The other one could be he just playing numbers, right? He's playing a number with you, going across the street to, you know, the Westgate or William Hill or whatever, and just playing back on the other side, right? So,
0: Yeah, he might be. He might be. But mm-hmm. I know if I have a number, it's a good number for mm-hmm. him, for whatever,
1: whatever his purposes are. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, as far as COVID this year, I mean, how are you guys doing it? Uh, you know, usually big ballrooms, big Super Bowl parties. I imagine people will still be in the book, but obviously the chairs will be spaced out and all that. What yeah. are you expecting on the actual day of the game?
0: Well, you know, I don't know if you've ever been here at the South Point for the Super Bowl, but we have just one hell of a party in a huge room, and we fill it up, and Michael gone is always just so happy that we get so many people. Well, we can't have that at all this year. We're, yeah. we're confined to having no more than 50 people, you know, in a given, like, enclosed area. So we got, like, six ballrooms, I think, so far that, you know— it. I mean, it'll be there. It's the best we could do, you know, but it's not going to be the same as having a couple thousand people like we've had in the past. But, you know, I mean, um, listen, as far as problems go, that's one of the lesser problems. A lot of people are facing a lot worse stuff than that this year. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll live our way through it and uh, we'll get through it. And I think uh, I think everything will be fine in the end.
1: No, I couldn't agree more. If you had told me, you know, in August or September that we would basically have gotten through hmm. a complete full season, all 32 yeah. teams playing, all 16 games, full playoffs, and the Super Bowl starting on time, uh, I definitely would have taken it, and I probably would have been a little bit shocked too. So, Me too. Me you know, too. You got to yeah. take it. Uh, Chiefs versus the Bucks. do you have an opinion, my friend? Do you have a side? Would you play anything, you know, side total props? What do you think is sort of going to happen here?
0: Well, you know, I, I – I kind of like the Chiefs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not not much. I mean, if I was out there betting, I think I would be looking a lot more at a lot of the props and all that because yeah. I think three, three and a half is just a really solid number. I think it's really hard to bet, you know, against either one of these teams. Um, you know, so I think I would be looking elsewhere because I, there are some props I like that, you know, usually once the uh, public comes in and starts betting – you know, a lot of these things are over. You know, things like you know interceptions and field goals, and almost all the they bet yes on almost all the touchdown props. You know, that I think you come in at the end and, and scoop up some pretty good value. You know, betting no and under would be kind of like the methodology that I would try to use if I was out there betting instead of booking. That's probably what I would look at. But if you ask me, who I like, the Chiefs maybe a little bit, but but not much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I certainly have gravitated much more so over the last, I'll call it, 10 years toward the props, right? Yeah. Certainly, you know, side, total, first half, money line, whatever, that's there. But, I mean, to me, the value is is most certainly on the props. Not only just the game props, the player props, all these cross-sport props that are out there now, right? Yeah. LeBron, total points versus the total points of the Chiefs, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So many different ways to play the game. So many different ways to play the game. Guys, again, follow him on Twitter. He is the best in the business at Andrew Sports. His book, Then One Day 40 Years of Bookmaking in Nevada. Chris, I imagine people can pick that up on Amazon, right?
0: Yes, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. Uh, the publisher was Huntington Press. And uh, you know you can go to them. If you're, they told me it doesn't make any difference, I'm going to still get the same amount of money. Okay. <laughs> it's not that much, by the <laughs> way. You know, but it was nice to get my story out there and uh, just something that people can remember me by. And uh, let me plug another book that I'm right in the middle of. Well, I'm not in the middle. I'm in the last of it. I started last year, like right before the Super Bowl. You know, so I wanted to take a year in the life of a bookmaker, and I figured it'd be kind of like the same tone as the first book. You know, mostly funny and all that other stuff. Well, that 2020 happened, you know, so <laughs> I've been talking to the publishers. I said, yeah, they think this is really good the way we're going to do this, because I try to keep an honest tally, um, you know, of everything that was going on You know, with sports. But I mean, you know, you know, like some politics crossed into it during the summer with a lot of, uh, you know, racial issues. And of course, you know, I couldn't just leave out the fact that we had. uh you know some issues on uh, January sixth in Washington D.C. and uh, those are in there, but not not. I tried to keep that as at a bare minimum, only how it affected sports. But I'm going to end it with this year's Super Bowl, and uh, you know send it off to the publisher, and uh, I'm sure they're going to do their editing job, and uh, we'll go from there. But I hope to have it out uh, in a couple of months.
1: Absolutely, okay. So I was that was my next question. You think it'll be out sometime in a, in on the first part of uh, 20, 2021 here.
0: You know, I think so. I've, I've given them a lot of my work so far. Okay. So they kind of have a feel for, you know, what I'm doing, how they're how they want to do the editing and all that. Like It's it's too long right now. I know that. You know, so we got to edit it down a little bit, you know, but uh, they did a really good job with my first book. And, uh, you know, well, well, you know listen i don't know if you've ever published anything but every every writer kind of hates the editor you know so right. but i get along pretty good with mine so uh we'll see i'm sure we'll have a few disagreements along the way but sure. yeah we'll, we'll try to get it out there as soon as we can
1: will everybody be on the lookout for that i'm sure you'll tweet it out when it's out there again he's on twitter at andrew sports chris definitely appreciate the time best of luck this weekend not too much luck of course but uh, <laughs> I understand. I understand. You know what I'm mean. doing. <laughs> sure. But uh, and, uh, hope, I and hope I hope I hope everything goes well for you. Your next
0: trip out here, you know, yep. we uh, w- would love us to break some bread together or at least have a beer or a cup of coffee or something like that. So,
1: Definitely.
0: Uh, you know, I you you, you uh, you're a very smart guy, and I always say I like I like talking to smart people, even there even when they're on the other end of the counter. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate the time, Chris. Thanks so much. Take okay. care.
0: All right, my friend. Thank you.
1: And with that, I want to welcome into the show the one, the only, the raging Cajun himself, James Carvel. You can follow James on Twitter, at James Carvel, and he is the co-host of the Politics War Room podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. But along with politics, one of his other big passions, of course, is sports, and he's known to maybe have a bet here or there. So we're happy to have him on. James, thank you so much for being on. How are you? Are you excited for the big game, Chiefs well, versus Bucks? I, if I have a
3: win on Sunday, I'll be better. But, you know, <laughs> good, good. I'm good. I mean, it's a, just a, it's a great game coming up. We, you know, it's been a for sports fan, it's been you know, a difficult time, but we got a great one Sunday. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.
1: In terms of the game, in terms of betting, I mean, how do you approach it? Do you bet, you know, the spread, the side, the total? There's 10 gazillion props out there, right. the coin toss. How do you generally approach it?
3: Well, I, I, first of all, I generally approach it. I like, a, I like to pick a side. All right? And midway, at uh, some point in the AFC championship game, I said, they're, they're, just, they're not going to scare me off of Kansas City. <laughs> just, <laughs> they can put whatever number they want up. I just crossed that Rubicon and said I'm going with it. And you know, there's many reasons that I lose. I mean, primary one being, you know, betting against Tom Brady is not the smartest thing you can do over a lifetime. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I think they got a lot of tools. And uh, any other, I mean, beside the screen, the score first. I mean, there's something alive you can you can bet on it. And why not, you know, I've got 10 slots in one of these, uh, you know, 100-square mm-hmm. numbers thing. Uh, they, uh, you know, had a lot of action going in a lot of different places and then have a good time. It and is. You, you yeah, had a good time in
1: a while. Yeah, no, there's a lot been going on, I, I, I think, both from just, you know, personal betting stuff and just as a country, we need the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> so
3: Yeah, I hate myself for this, but I, I, I like to save it. And I kind of like to over, and it's just like I've got chalk all over my mouth, and I, I, you know, I like to be a little bit of a contrarian. Mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, there's some real doubt in both of these offensive lines. Uh, I mean, uh, it, and, um, there's some doubt in those offensive lines. It scares me a little bit. But, you know, Kansas City's got a guy in a tackle. You know, they got somebody hurt, and there's going to be a bad matchup there. So that bothers me a little bit, but on by the other whole, you look at the big play capacity of both teams, and it it gives you some confidence in the oh, I, but, but I that I really my primarily pick is Kansas City. Uh, that covers it at plus three and a
1: half. So you're going with Kansas City minus. There are some minus threes, minus minus one twenties out there. So you can't get it down to a field goal. You have to pay a little bit extra juice. The total, 56, maybe see some 55 and a half. What's get on from? the money line? What's the money line right? Yeah. Now? So the money line is an interesting thing. So generally on the Super Bowl, you can get a better value on the money line betting the favorite. It's around minus 160 now on the Chiefs. Um, oh no. That's- Oh shit! Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look if if you're if if you like the Chiefs as a better, right? The chances but, of the game landing one or two are low. The chances it could land three about you know ten percent of the times, but. You know, if you like the Chiefs, you're probably, you know, one option you could do is wait it out, maybe get a better, uh, you know, juice number, minus 110, something like that, closer to kick. I have seen some minus 115s out there. But, yeah, around minus 160 on the Chiefs. Wait
3: a minute. Did you just say minus 160?
1: On the Chiefs' money line, yep. So
3: that's ridiculously too high, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to give three points, it's only around minus 115, something like that. It might even drop even lower to minus 110.
3: I'd do, do that. Well, you know, I'd do that in a second. I mean, like anybody else, I I, I I fear the hook.
1: <laughs> You're a wise man, James. I fear the hook indeed. Yeah, I fear the hook. Pay, pay a little extra uh, juice. And- Get rid of that hook for sure. I 100% yeah, agree with you. Play play, yeah. play Absolutely. As far as you know, other things, um, D.C. has legalized sports betting. Virginia has legalized it. Maryland's coming soon. Obviously, Louisiana down there. What they did is back in November on the ballot uh all 64 parishes voted 55 of them voted to actually legalize it so now it's up to the gaming board in louisiana to have legalized sports betting so you guys in louisiana might have it you know sometime in 2021 they're completely legal you can walk into a sports book doesn't have to be underground well i I, I spent a lot
3: of my time in in mississippi because it's like right across the board you know it's obviously closed you know, I'll go get a ticket there. It's just like going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you want. And I think William Hill or something runs a sports book at that casino. But it's going to come to Louisiana. It's going to come everywhere. I mean, the public, look at all the people that are doing it out there. It's like marijuana legalization. Why are we stopping something that the public demands? It's idiotic. And for, you know, I know that people, Going to get addicted, but you know people get addicted without without it being legal. Uh, so I, and, you know, it's some revenue and it's fun. I like it. I like gambling. I like it. It's fun. You know, it, it really saves these sports leagues. You think anybody really gives a crap about the Grizzly Timberwolf game? <laughs> right? No, they don't. But, but you put a bet on it. Uh, you know, the Kansas City Walls playing the, you know. Chicago White Sox. If you don't have a bet on that, you
0: don't
3: care. Right. I mean, the same thing is true in a lot of you know, college and pro football, too. And that's why we used to watch the, the later games on Sunday, because you had to get out the trap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely true. Might as well bring it up. People are doing it anyway. And look, if you're a state, you might as well get some of the tax revenue off of it, right? So Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I you know, think a lot of these states oh. have figured that out
3: and it, 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 plus there's some chance i mean some some people are not going to be able to handle it going to cause a lot of some grief but some chances some people to enjoy it and do it responsibly
1: yeah maybe make yeah. a buck or two one other Wait, sorry go, <laughs> go ahead one other thing that i know you do i i've seen some interviews you play pretty you play the political markets you play the predicted market specifically uh that's a great website a lot of good stuff on their news current events politics how have you fared uh, over on the predicted uh, platform
3: yeah that's it that's a really good operation and uh, and they just keep expanding and i don't quite understand the law but there's a limit of like eight hundred dollars
1: 850
3: yep i i think that is likely to go up at some point but again it, it even if at eight hundred dollars, you can have a lot of fun, and you can get some some well priced stuff out there.
1: Yeah, you, you know certainly I mean? can. Yeah, it's um, last I checked, it's eight fifty per market. You can sometimes bet the yes and the no's on that, so you can get it up to you know around like seventeen hundred. But uh, yeah, I mean there are some there are some values sometimes. There obviously you know come election time, there's there's a lot more volume of, of contracts and all compared to now, but. Yeah, just in terms of gaming, in terms of legality, I mean, predicted is definitely the place to go there for sure. So,
3: Yeah, there was a big story about how you made a bunch of money because, like, the Trump people kept betting Trump was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, were getting, they were getting like 15 cents on the dollar. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Right. But, well, again, there's not a lot of money. You don't get 15, 20% guaranteed return.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they get uh, come. Right. No, I, I saw a lot of people were were playing those markets after the election outcome. So. You know, whatever your side of the aisle is there I mean, money's I mean, money one, right? thing, one thing to bet
3: on a, 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 a not very good horse is, is another thing to bet on the horse after the horse lost
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, I hear you I, I, I can't let you get out of here without asking you About your beloved LSU Tigers You know, this uh, around this time last year You were celebrating a national championship uh, Burrow leaves, a lot of other guys left Kind right. of a, you know, so-so down year this past year How's the outlook? How are you feeling going into the uh, upcoming season here?
3: I feel we're going to be good. Uh, the 2021 20, edition will be good. You know, very good. How, you know, obviously we play in the toughest neighborhood that exists. I really feel good about two years from now. Okay. We've got 20, we've got 20 starters coming back. We've got two really good quarterbacks. Right? Uh, Fred Johnson, uh, Max kid Max Johnson, who played really well for us. And then remember, Miles Brennan was like the fourth-ranked pass in the country when he went down. Uh, and we've had some really good recruiting classes, really good recruiting classes. Some of these people are going to play, going to make make an impact early, you know, and they'll really make an impact in twenty twenty two. So I, I think the future looks 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 good. It was a, a lot a lot of things happened. Uh, you know, you lose Joe Burris, you know, and we lost a lot of people to the pros. But, you know, Alabama does that every year, and they just keep reloading. And if we want to be a consistently elite program, that's what it's going to take. And the excuse that, well, we play in the SEC West and we do this. And, you know, that's all true, but we got to be, you know, we're the king of the hottest recruiting area in the country. We yeah. only do one school. I mean, we got. 102,000, we on national TV all the time. I mean, we'll, you know, you you can periodically lose three lanes at LSU, but that's, after that, it's not good. But, but I, I think we had a little off-year I think the future looks good, and I think Coach Ojean's gotten, made some good hires, and I think he's ready to go.
1: Are you as big of a Saints fan as you are an uh, LSU fan on the on the NFL side? I, you know, I, it's
3: one of these guys that People are like, I'm a football fan, I'm a basketball player. You know, when I was a kid, if it, there it, it was a ball, I was fine. <laughs> I, I I'm obviously a, a Bourbon Saints fan and I love them to watch every game, but I don't think there's anything that has the cultural connection, mm. the deep stuff that LSU football has for me. I mean, I love the Washington Nationals, you know, I love the Pelicans and Nuffalo. You know, I don't, don't know much about hockey, because grew up in the South. But the team that I feel the deepest emotional attachment to is obviously the Tigers. But that doesn't mean that I, I'm not crazy about the Saints, of all of them, not at all. It's not an either. And as you can imagine, the LSU fan base and the Saints fan base they overlap about a third. Mm. But they, they tend to be a little different fan base. Going to an LSU game is a, different, a little different cultural experience than going to a Saints game.
1: I had the privilege of going to the LSU-Alabama game about four years ago uh, at at LSU. And uh, I tailgated. I did the whole experience. It was one of the best weekends I've ever had. So, 100% yeah, I, if true. You look at the
3: 10 best places to watch a football game, LSU, you know, won't be number one on everyone, but it'll be the highest, highest rated. Absolutely. And people... We well, always get people in bedrooms. Out of national media hates so us. I said, "You stupid fool! They love you. They want to come down here. You think they want to go cover fricking game in Tuscaloosa? Right? No, to be down here, our food. The food
1: was the, the best them. part.
2: Yeah,
1: no. No. it was amazing. It was amazing. Well, guys, again, follow him on Twitter at James Carval. And James, so you are now the co-host of the Politics War Room podcast, correct?
3: Well, I have. We had the great Greg Cosell, who's a better NFL film don talking about the Super Bowl right before I came on with you. So Super
1: Bowl out. Absolutely. Always good to talk to you. You're the best. Definitely appreciate your time. And again, you were going with the Chiefs this weekend. Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady, right? I'm going. Well, yeah,
3: I'm, and, and I'm going with just, I, I I think they got more too. I mean, I obviously think Brady's. I could say you'd be a fool, you know, if you better against Tom Brady a lot, but. Knowing what I'm getting
1: into, I'm going with the Chiefs. All right, that's the word. All right, James, definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. You And with that, I want to welcome into the show Dave Mason from Bet Online. Of course, you all know him. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave Mason B O L. That's at Dave Mason B O L. Dave, Super Bowl 55 week is finally here. How is this week for you overall? I mean, I imagine it's pretty busy on your end—media appearances, interviews, etc. Overall, how do you like it? Is it just absolutely crazy for you?
4: That's no, good. It's a lot of fun, you know. There, it's it's you kind of been building up to this all season, right? And Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. It's uh, you know all the wacky prop stuff that I kind of I kind of dig and kind of my forte and kind of you know that will work on the marketing side of things and and help the guys with all the the wacky stuff and uh just the hype i I love events you know again i'm a marketing kind of guy so any kind of big event event it really gets the juices flowing and uh you know all the talk and the hype and the getting creative with all the props, and then, uh, then I ain't going to lie. <laughs> a couple of weeks from now, I'll, I'll unplug and go on a little bit of vacation. That's always <laughs> kind of cool, too, so Not a lot of fun, though.
1: Light at the end of the tunnel. No, I uh, we will certainly touch on some of the crazier props. Definitely follow Dave on Twitter, guys. He's always tweeting out, you know, updates on all that stuff. To touch upon just, you know, the side and total, all that. Currently, we're taping this, uh, you know, midweek Super Bowl week here. You guys have Kansas City Chiefs minus three. You're up to minus 121. Tampa Bay plus three, plus 101. You can now get plus money on Tampa Bay at plus three. Money line, you have Chiefs minus 166. Take back on Tampa plus 146. And your total is 56 minus 110 both sides how are you just overall from you know side total action any sharp action so far any public action
4: right uh definitely some some of both we'll go public first uh the spread we're going to need the buccaneers there uh, about 68 percent of the action money is on the chiefs minus three uh was at minus three and a half for for a short stint the money line, um, a little bit extra cash is on the Chiefs, but when you factor in the odds, we'll need the Chiefs. About fifty-two percent of the money is on the Chiefs, so that's that's basically a, a need on the Chiefs when you factor them plus one forty six on that forty-eight percent of the money. Total big need. We're gonna need the under sixty-nine percent of the cash. Shocking, the, shocking,
1: shocking to hear yeah, that. Yeah,
4: right. Fifty six percent of or rather sixty-nine percent of the cash is on the over fifty-six sharp money. Um we got hit. Buccaneers plus three and a half when we went there early on early on last week, and under 57 and under 56 and a half. That's why those numbers aren't budging, um, dis- despite the lopsided action, because there is some little, I guess, reverse line movement there on both of them. The the public's on one side, but the sharp actions on the other side. You know, I, I that that I think that spread still could get the three and a half again just because there's so much action on it i mean the juice will be a little it won't be minus 110 for, by any means but um I, I think that's where we're headed on that um you know the action's just incredible actions overall actions, just incredible we're definitely going to do more than last year's super bowl which was our biggest super bowl easily but we're going to surpass that without a doubt
1: yeah, I mean, I'm seeing, you know, three minus 120. I'll say you're minus 121, so pretty much the same thing. I'm seeing a lot of minus three minus 120s. And some books, I think, just based upon what I'm seeing public-wise, are going to be having to make a decision here soon, right? Do they want to mm-hmm. go to three and a half? They know that sharp money is probably going to hit it at plus three and a half on Tampa Bay. Or do they just want to continue take this Kansas City juiced money, maybe, you know, drop a minus 125, drop a minus 130 in there. So All right. definitely some some uh, some massive decisions for the books here um coming up in the next couple of days and a lot of that of course is dependent upon the books future book liability.
0: Sure. So I wanted
1: to ask you in terms of that I mean I imagine you're pretty much okay on the Chiefs but Tampa Bay I mean I know pre Tom Brady people were sort of just guessing based upon where he might go. I saw I've seen some 80 to 1 Tampa Bay uh Super Bowl tickets out there, 30 to 1, 41, 50 to 1. Is that factoring in at all Are you guys, you know, heavy on the Tampa Bay side in terms of the futures book?
4: uh yeah we're very heavy uh we've been red since the get-go i mean yeah. Yeah, I, I, like the week before when rumors started coming out we had them at 33 to 1 in the money you know we dropped in 33 to 1 when the kind of rumors and then when it became official 25 to one and all the way down to 12 to one and people just just kept betting it um i think you know we had we had a guy who was running that market for a while who, who was proud of himself that he had the most generous odds out of any any book back then and and i was like well yeah cool and here we are we we got a massive red number on it is he still there with you or no Nah, i mean we we don't know where the hell he is but (laughs) maybe that's why yeah exactly so uh no he left on his own i think but uh maybe maybe this is why yeah but um (laughs) but um no so we're, we're 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 deep in debt on the buccaneers there we're uh there's a big red figure chiefs if they win it for the super bowl i mean it's a it's a nice, it's a medium sized win, I'd say. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just so many moving parts when you factor in all these, you know, scenarios. But I guess the best scenario for the house is going to be Chiefs to win outright. That way, we win the money line. Again, not the biggest decision, but it is a decision. Uh, we win the, uh, we avoid that Buccaneers Super Bowl future and the chiefs by one or two points would would be awesome in a low scoring affair because then we win the total we win the spread we win the money line we win the super bowl future and in a low scoring affair would uh would probably help us with all those props because you know people like to bet the overs on all those player props so a low, low scoring affair will help the unders hit
1: yeah it makes a lot of sense you know as i've been saying we see it every every single year in the super bowl the the public, if they're going to take the dog, they don't take the points. They they, don't, they generally take the money line, right? So yep. they, they say, you know, I want to bet Tampa Bay. I don't want minus 110. I want plus 150 or whatever, right? And then that yep. generally drives the money line price down. So you're getting a better bargain on that favorite money line generally in every single Super Bowl just from a price standpoint. So definitely makes a lot of sense there. Um, two things. Everyone always talks about the national anthem and the coin toss. All right. Start with the national anthem. I'm looking at your guys' odds currently right now. You're at a minute 57 in terms of the over/under of the national anthem minus 130 to the under. Over a minute 57 is minus 110. I think this was at two minutes a couple days ago. So yep, I imagine that was. you've taken some under money, right? Yeah, we
4: opened two minutes, and this this national anthem was kind of a little challenging. It's it, you know usually a national anthem. You you, you you go on YouTube and whoever's singing the dang thing. Usually there's at least two <laughs> right. or. At least there's two or three samples out there, you know, the person did the MBL MLB all-star game or or god knows what but usually there's a couple um, things to kind of have a look at but there was nothing on Jasmine Sullivan So we put a you know two minute flat out there and, and uh, which is kind of about the average Usually you see it anywhere from a minute 48 seconds to two minutes and 12 seconds or so so Two minutes flat, and um, but we're getting bet under, so we moved it. About 62% of the money's on the under, so it's now a minute 57, as you mentioned. And, and what I do know is whenever they have the rever- rehearsals up there, whatever they'll have some kind of rehearsal, right? And, right. And uh, uh, there'll be some knowledge, common knowledge out there, and that's when the bets come pouring in, and, uh, and that's when the, the line will move and sharpen up.
1: We see that every year, right? And whenever yep. those rehearsals are, there's uh, you know, an usher, a security guard, yep. somebody's out there tweeting it and have them you yep. BS, but there's always a couple that are exactly uh, accurate. Some-
4: Exactly, some security guard getting yeah. not making it, getting paid not as not nearly as much as he should be. If, he, if that security guard only knew all the money that's coming in on this damn prop, he'd be asking for a lot more money from whoever's whoever's paying him, probably hundred bucks or
1: something. So true. And the way this thing, these things work is, I mean, these rehearsals generally, unless they sort of string it out, generally they are exactly to the dock because they have to time it up with the right. music, right? So yep. if the rehearsal is. You know, a minute 55 in rehearsal, like you can pretty much take it to the bank that it's going to be a minute 55. Yep. Um, I think there was the one year, I don't know if it was Rihanna or, or it might have been Christina Aguilera. They said, I think, the last word twice or three times, right? Yeah, there was, that was the whole controversy, it. right?
4: Yeah. That was horrible.
1: Yeah, I think you guys had we, to pay out both sides. Is what ultimately happened. Yeah, our, our wording, our wording <laughs> sucked, and and I call
4: I called our guy out on it. As like, cause we adopted the wording from another book. Yeah. Because it, it goes back, I forget when it was. It was years ago. that The wording was for not my not known book I ever been associated, but but another book, another big book. They had end of the its clock starts first note ends uh end of brave and the person said brave like four times or something this is like 10 15 years ago so then they changed it to end of the first brave so we our guy came over from that book and he did that and the person and i hate that just say first note to last note that's it or Mm -hmm. or whatever or end of the last brave or whatever just keep it simple and uh and sure sure enough she sang it and she said brave four times and the wording said first brave and that but people don't always read that word you know it was just confusion i was like you know what just pay out both sides and it stung it was, it was a six six figure payout but whatever we we just were we were just a little sloppy there so whatever
1: i remember that well uh, a couple other things you guys have you have up the puppy bowl of course team fluff currently a pick versus team rough if anyone wants to handicap that. Uh, President Biden is doing an interview right before the Super Bowl. I guess um, the over <laughs> the over under on the length of the interview with President Biden is 229 seconds. The over is minus 160. Um, I imagine some over money has come in there to take it up to minus 160. And, of course, you can bet on the first words said by President Biden. Pandemic is currently the favorite of plus 100 if anyone wants to get into those markets. Uh Dave, once, I think it was last year when, when we did this for the uh, super pod, he famously said to me, if you ain't betting a coin toss, you ain't living. I remember that very well. I remember that very well. So that said, coin toss action, heads, tails, team to win, coin toss you know what will the player call heads or tails how's the action on the coin toss so far bet online uh heads it's a little
4: lopsided too 50s i remember last year it turned out it was like 50 50 action on heads tails is it it incredible it's like exactly 50 50. i i'm pretty sure it's last year or the year before i forget which but uh 57 of the action rates down the heads. so um You know, nothing sharp, though. Nothing sharp, though. (laughs) No, but but yeah, 57 percent on the heads. We're going to need tails as of now. And uh, it's crazy, man. It's just the number. It doesn't get the most volume, but it gets probably the most bets out of any prop. You know, everybody has five bucks. You got to. I mean. Uh, you know, if you're if you're in a sports book, and you know, I think I may have told said this story last year, but I remember I've been in Vegas a couple times for the Super Bowl and hanging out in the sports book, and there is no louder cheer, applause or booing in that sports book on Super Bowl day was when they flipped that damn coin. I mean, the <laughs> place just arrived, it doesn't matter. I mean, a last minute hail Mary, that won't, won't, you know, or a 50, 60 yard field goal that with no time on the clock, that's not going to get a louder cheer than heads tails. It's absolutely amazing. And it speaks volumes for us as a community of Uh, degenerate betters but it's great man you gotta put five bucks on it
1: you gotta put something on it i've been to sports books i've been with march madness sports books with uh with you and uh i can 100 percent agree with what you just said if uh you know obviously this year might be more difficult than than most years but if you can ever get to a sports book to for the super bowl to watch anything make sure you're there for the coin toss um, yep. <laughs> It's pretty amazing One other prop you have of Dave Will the Chiefs call I guess the Chiefs are calling the coin toss <laughs> Will the Chiefs call Heads or tails on the coin toss Not where it's going to land but what will they call Tails is a minus 130 favorite I imagine there's some sharp handicapper Out there who has, who has uh, Done the research on this that the Chiefs Whoever's going to call it calls tails more often than heads So that's just something to kind of factor in, guys. Will the Chiefs <laughs> call heads or tails? Tails is minus 130 favorite. So normally I, I wouldn't be advocating laying minus 130 on a 50-50 prop, but hey, perhaps he's called tails every single time. Um, so you yeah. factor in there, right?
4: Yeah, it's, it, I mean it's crazy, you know. That's the thing with these Super Bowl props. There's always an angle, and it. it's like you know the, these things are put up for entertainment and stuff. But you know we, we have a we have a good team and doing our research, but you know th- there's always someone out there that research is stuff this is yeah. you know we, we have so you know you can pick a few of these things and and dig deeper and put more minutes and hours into research some of these props than we do, you know. We we have hundreds of these damn things. Sometimes we kind of miss a little angle or whatever. Maybe they do call tails all the times, and we've missed it. You know, it's not like we're keeping charts and algorithms on on some, on how yeah somebody is apparently. Yeah, yeah but been. oh yeah, <laughs> there, oh, there's some nerding. Are you kidding me? There's some nerd in the KC that knows this uh, upright and center. You know, <laughs> I mean. So who the hell knows, man?
1: Wanted to ask you about the halftime stuff and just how you approach it. I mean, you guys have, looks like, about five props up right now just on the weekend. Uh, who's going to be the halftime performance? You know, will he be seen wearing sunglasses? Yes, minus 140. Uh, will he perform with bandages on his hand? Yes, plus 600. Uh, the weekend's final song will be an original song, minus 400, versus a cover song, plus 250. I mean, a lot of this is very similar to the national anthem. Some of his sets leak, mm-hmm. right? And I imagine once you get word of either what his sets are going to be or what he's going to wear you just see this flood of money at that point you guys like take a lot of this stuff off the board reassess what sort of your approach i mean i imagine for something like this versus i don't know patrick mahomes passing yards you have to really be monitoring it a lot more than a a regular prop right no
4: absolutely i mean you know i can give example after example i mean we just speaking of the, the this market in itself i mean yesterday we had first song or maybe it's two days ago and we closed that I'm, I'm not sure if information got leaked or we just know information is going to get leaked i mean that that's yeah. always a prop that comes down early and that's always a big big prop but it always comes down early that there's no way in hell that prop is ever uh offered past this time you know midweek because you know they're, they're doing dry runs and and information leaks so Without a doubt, I mean, you know, last year... The the information isn't always correct, though. You know, like last year with the purple Gatorade. Remember that? Uh, Remember that controversy? And, I mean, I saw a text. It's from a contact of mine. Good friend. And, uh... He got a text from his buddy, showed him a text from offensive linemen or something from the 49ers. And they said they're definitely going to pour purple Gatorade if they won to honor Kobe. Because, you know, Kobe passed away a week or two or three weeks prior to the Super Bowl. So that was going to be their tribute to Kobe. And uh, now, you know... we, we didn't see because the cheat, because of 49ers, I mean, I had money on it. I mean, it was like a plus a thousand, you know, you had to, you had to take a shot on that. Didn't tell, you yep. know, lost the money, but, uh, but you, you, you know, you take a shot, but that, that that's the part of the fun of the Super Bowl, man. all these little rumors coming out and, and, and controversy and, uh, we'll see where it goes, but now it you know, it, 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 it is, it is challenging booking some of that, but you know, you, you, it's no problem if we close stuff early. You know, it, the, the guys know they're gonna be closing stuff early if, if common knowledge comes out. Um, the, the 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 you know, you, I saw some guy there other day. Why well, don't I just bet ten million on something? Like e- you out of your mind. We, our limits are nowhere near ten million. Right. We're not gonna let you bet ten million dollars on somebody's outfit. You know, get get out of here. So you know, you keep the you keep the uh, limits know somewhat low and and it's you know it's not we don't want to we're not looking to make money on these these wacky props but we don't want to lose money either you know we don't want to get we're not looking to make a lot of money but we're also don't want to lose a lot of money on him either so there's going to be you know a lot of risk management um uh measures put in place, you know, close them early if you have to if anything suspicious happens, close them early, lock them up, go do your research and and whatever or and, and keep the limits lower than you would, you know, the Patrick Mahomes passing yards or that kind of stuff.
1: Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that purple gate thing last year. I I think I saw the exact same stuff that um that you were talking about in Everything that I saw post as far as, you know, what happened with all that was they had two different Gatorade colors, right? The Niners had the purple and the the Chiefs Uh. had had whatever. So I guess, I don't know the way, I'm no expert on Gatorade, but I guess you can request as a team what you want. Mm -hmm. And they wanted purple. So had the Niners won, you might have hit your 10 to 1. Well, Jimmy I mean, how can know. how
4: can you just get it's a Super Bowl? How can you just order one flavor Gatorade? I mean, they got fifty-two <laughs> players out there. I mean, they they all want the all want purple. I mean, that I don't know, man. I I don't know. I I, I was really hoping for purple. I was counting my money.
1: I, I hear you. I heard the exact same stuff. I think it was 10 nice to score. 1 it got steamed to the favorite. Some even took it off the board. I think it was like minus 200 yeah. at 1. point, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of books took it off the board and
4: uh we kept it up there but that I I think we had it the second favorite. We had the most generous odds still we we, yeah. we I forget we're a plus 250 or something which is obscene for purple but uh but hey man, people are betting the hell out of it and there was some intel out there.
1: Yes, there was. Yes, there was. All right, guys. Again, you can follow Dave on Twitter at Dave Mason B O L. He's a great follow, always, especially this week when he's tweeting out all the cool stuff. Dave, how can people get involved? Any promos you have going on at B O L right now?
4: Sure thing, man. BetOnline.ag. Head on over to the site, sign up for a site, sign up to the site, and uh, there's all sorts of good promotions we have available. Hundred percent crypto bonus you using into crypto and why shouldn't you be you should be into crypto especially for funding your bet online account and getting paid fast our payouts go out in minutes not hours not days or weeks like some books ours go out in minutes um, if you're not into crypto we still have a 50% sign up bonus for you there once again all the terms and conditions are found at betonline.he slash promotions
1: Dave, good stuff. Best of luck to you this week. Hopefully you can get some sleep and uh, enjoy the game on Sunday, all the props. And I know you'll be rooting for the coin toss. Good luck to you, man.
4: All right, bud. Thanks a lot.
1: And we are back. Awesome having all three of those guys on, Chris, Dave, and James. Thank you all so much for being on the Super Pod. It's always good to have, you know, different insight, betters behind the counters, people with just different thoughts on the Super Bowl. Definitely helps um, everyone make decisions. So thanks. James Carville baby. Yep, James man, Carville man. Raging that's awesome. Cajun. Yeah, that rage, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Good for him. Good guy. Good guy. Um good chat. All right Mr. Wags, before we jump into the free players in the contest, I there were some more props just want to kind of throw your way. And I'm going to read a prop to you and this is guys is just a great example of wording. Okay? So, you got to read the fine print and it has to, the wording has to make sense. So, here's a prop William Hill. Will a missed field goal hit the upright? Yes or no? Yes, plus 310, no, minus 380. Now, Wags, note it does not say extra point. So, extra points are not included in that. So, you have to factor in how many even field goal opportunities will there be. And the other part of this is missed field goal. So, if it hits the upright but goes in, which we do see happen from time to time, this doesn't count either for the yes. So it has to, one, be a field goal opportunity, two, hit the upright, and three, be a miss. So I've heard some people talking about this. Uh, it's a fun prop out there, but just keep in mind that a lot of the things that we see with these games where these doinks or whatever, those are on extra points. So for this particular prop, does not apply.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, make sure you you read all your props carefully. That, that's a a good point acl because there there's you know sometimes um you know the the wording could be a little uh you know funky and, and you might not understand it just make sure you understand everything that uh, that you read in the prop um yeah w- one other prop i wanted to point out uh which i thought was interesting uh, pretty good odds um kansas city taking a safety or tampa bay taking a safety they're okay. each individually 30 to one so you know, taking both, obviously, most likely, I would say, uh, both are not going to hit. But um, if you did want to take both of those at thirty to one each, um, that could be interesting. I mean, Super Bowls do happen. I mean, safeties do happen in the Super Bowl. Uh, there's a stat I saw: one out of every like six, maybe l- l- just under six, Super Bowls have a safety in it, and and they actually, um, you know, in what two seven of the Super Bowls? So back to back in nine and ten, back to back in Super Bowls twenty and twenty one, and then it went back to back to back with um, the Bills and and Giants, the uh, I think it was the Steelers and Cardinals, and then the Patriots. Um, oh sorry, it was the uh, Steelers, Cardinals, the Patriots, Giants, and the Ravens. Niners went back to back to back, I believe. So.
1: The Patriots won. I remember it well, my man. It was an intentional grounding in the end zone. Tom Brady threw it downfield. It wasn't even one of these where he was, like, scrambling or whatever, and he threw it, you know, to the side. He was literally just standing in the middle of the pocket, barely moved, and, you know, he had some pressure on him. He was in the end zone, and he throws it maybe 30 yards downfield in the middle of the field, and you're thinking, okay, you know, just a complete pass. Flag comes out. Intentional grounding. And... At the time, this was the first score of the game prop. This was the you know, will the first score be touchdown or field goal prop? This was like basically a lot pin, was pending on this play. Boom, the flag comes out, and when you actually look at it, it was the correct call. But you just never, ever, ever see that called.
2: Right, so, and, and the the most the the latest one was the first play from scrimmage. Uh, you know, it was Seattle Denver, and Seattle. Denver. Yep, Peyton Manning <laughs> back in shotgun. <laughs> oh. He was yes. uh, looking around, you know, not not directly behind them. And the center snapped it through the end zone, um, and, uh, it and it was a two nothing lead. It was all CIs. downhill yep. from there for yeah. Denver Predators.
1: <laughs> I will say that. And then the the, the Ravens uh, Niners one, it was I believe the last play of the game or something like that, and they took the intentional safety, which was yeah, 100% no, exactly. The right
2: so that play. that I mean, going back to that, that's really my point is that's when most likely you're going to see yep. a safety in this game, in my opinion. Um, Unless something crazy happens. Uh, But, yeah, a team's up. um, You know, they're able to take a safety. It's the end of the game. They just want to run the timeout. uh, But maybe there's a little bit too much time. I can see Mahomes, um, you know, taking it and basically running around in the backfield uh, to waste time and then going out of the end zone or something like that. So um, you never know or, or, you know, who knows if if somebody's back on the goal line and uh, a punt, you know, the snapper – shoots it over the head of the punter or something like that. So um, it's just good, good, uh, good odds there. Things do happen like that, um, you know, and, and people get you know, nervous. Exactly. And another Snappers one is the two, nervous. the two point conversion one. I always uh, like I, I pretty much always take, yes, there will be one converted. I'm not sure this year, um, just, but I, I do like to look at that one because, Teams do break out their their plays quite often. Um, you know, everything goes, and who knows what we'll see.
1: It is. I agree with you, especially. So I look at the two point props when the totals are high, right? Yep. Just because there's going to be more scoring, more opportunity. And you could bet it two ways. You could bet on will there be a converted two point conversion, or will there be an attempted two point conversion? The yes exactly. on the attempted is is around even money, give or take. Uh, the the yes on will there be a conversion is usually around two to one. It, it is dropping more and more though. So that is certainly one that I would look at uh, for the attempted. If you could yep. get that in the minus, I think it's like 120 minus 130 is probably the highest I, I'd look at there, but that's certainly something with a high total in, in whatever game it is um, that you guys want to take a look at. One other thing I'll talk about, Wags, is the MVP, right? So a lot of talk about the MVP, you know, if you some people saying if you like the Chiefs to win, they're just going to play Mahomes, Um Obviously, you have Kelsey and you have Hill that are probably the only other two really live guys there on the Tampa Bay side. If they win, if you like the Bucks, people are just playing Tom Brady. A lot of guys I'm, I'm hearing making arguments about taking some of these uh, defenders on, on the Tampa Bay line. I talked about it earlier. If Tampa Bay is going to win, that's their best route is to get some defensive stops. You're talking about Shaq Barrett. You're talking about JPP. You're talking about Sue. You're talking about Vita Veda. You can get those guys in the 100-to-1 to 200-to-1 to range depending on where you look um this is the thing i'll say about the mvp the way that they vote on it it's very rushed it's very quick so basically they go around to the media and i don't know how they're going to do it exactly this year because a lot of those guys won't actually be in the stadium but normally they give them their ballots about halfway through the fourth quarter and some of them go ahead and submit it no matter who's who you know who ultimately wins the game so last year we saw this example the niners were up 20 to 10 with like seven minutes left And some guys had their ballots, and if you talk to them afterwards, they said they weren't even sure who who they were going to vote for literally until the last play. Some of them have to get their articles done. They have deadlines, so they just fill it out with five minutes left, and they sort of just make educated guesses. So a lot of this stuff, people make a big handicapping deal about the MVP. A lot of it isn't that... um, well thought out or well done by the voters as we might want it to be. So just take a step back on that. A lot of times the quarterback has more value just because that's probably the safer choice for some of these voters. You know, if, if the Chiefs look like they're going to win and Mahomes had a good game compared to some other guys, you could vote for They'll just go with Mahomes. So just throwing it out there.
2: Yeah, no, no, that's a good point. And also, yeah, I've seen some long shots uh, being taken at MVP. Always, always. saw Sammy Watkins, uh, you know, being Mm -hmm. taken. So, uh, you know, just uh, think what Sammy Watkins.
1: um, I'm seeing Sammy Watkins. uh, Let me see. Might have taken off. He was court. at like
2: plus three thousand. He was probably like thirty to eighty one to one. Sorry, like eighty in, to one now.
1: Eighty to one at DraftKings. And yeah, there was a guy, and I want to say Jersey. He came and put some money on Timmy Watkins to be MVP, to be first touchdown scorer, and I think to go over his rushing total. So or his receiving total. So there's there some Timmy Watkins fans out there, man.
2: Yeah, big time. I mean, that's 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 something to keep an eye on because you know you you start seeing some of these maybe sharps um especially when you see big ticket money come in um it's something to to take definitely take note of because um you know some guys might know might have a connection um hey they they're looking to maybe run some plays with Sammy uh maybe some quick slants something like that just to get started and um yeah that that could increase his his uh, total
1: there could indeed all right my man man Contest time, we talked it out to so because it's a super pod, because it's a super bowl, because it's the last pod of the season. We're going to do 400 bucks. So, 400 bucks in site credit. I'm going to read three questions. Whoever gets it right first gets 400 dollars in site credit to the realmistratio.com. Sound good, DWEX?
2: That sounds great. 400. That's a big number. Hopefully, uh, we get, get a winner.
1: Yeah, I'd love to have a winner. We've had, you know, a handful of winners this year, which is great. So, again, you guys, I'm going to read three questions. You can submit your answers on Twitter. DM either one of us. Uh, or you can email either one of us. ACL at TheRealMrACL.com or and Wags at TheRealMrACL.com. Question number one. Chiefs minus three and a half versus the Bucks plus three and a half. Are you taking the Chiefs minus three and a half or Tampa Bay plus three and a half? Question two. Name the player who will score the last touchdown in the game. Question three. The total number of touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes. Sorry to disappoint the Brady people. Total number of touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. All three questions. If there's more than one winner, which there might be here, um, it's whoever gets it in first. So, time stamps count here. So, good luck, everybody. $400 inside like credit. All right, my man, we have reached that time. Free play time. Before we do that, again, guys, the website, therealmisteracel.com. The Super Bowl packages are up. If you have any questions, shoot us up questions on Twitter or email um, or Instagram. And, yeah, the Super Bowl package, you get all our plays, right? Props, sides, any sides, totals that were on, anything like that from both myself and WAG. So that is up on the site. All right, free plays. Would you like to do the honor, sir?
2: Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Superpod, go up first. Uh, Give me the ball, baby. All right. Uh, Speaking of giving me the ball, I'm going to go. My prop is going to be based on kickoff return. I am going to do the team with the longest kickoff return is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The team with the longest kickoff return, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, The reason why I'm backing on this, I I like Jaden Mickens. Guy's a speedster. He loves to return the ball anytime he can. He's smart about it. Um, And likely to be honest, uh, the Bucs are probably going to be receiving the ball a little bit more than the Chiefs. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's going to be the case. Uh, and I like Mickens to uh, be the guy and I like the Bucks to be the team to have the longest kickoff return.
1: Very good. Uh, for my free play, I'm going to the Kansas City side. I'm going to a player prop. I'm going to a receiving player prop. Mr. Tyreek Hill.
2: Ooh, I heard of him.
1: Heard of him, right? Tyreek Hill over 92.5 receiving yards, readily available at multiple books across the market. Look, he had 15 targets in week 12 versus Tampa. He finished that game 13 catches for 269 on those 15 targets. And you might say, well, the Bucs haven't given up all those yards to him. They probably make him a priority here. Well, that does often happen. However, the issue is not their ability or inability to devise a plan to stop him. It's speed. And the main area where we see this Buck secondary struggle in coverage is against speedsters. is against guys that can burn them. Not against route runners, it's against speedsters. And there's nobody faster in this game than Tyreek Hill. Uh, he had 16 targets in last year's Super Bowl, so you know Mahomes trusts him in these big games. And their last two playoff games this year, Hill went for 172 versus the Bills and 110 versus Cleveland. So he's hot right now on both teams um both of those teams being buffalo and cleveland have much better secondaries than tampa bay here so this number again 92 and a half readily available in the market wags i'm going with tyree kill over 92 and a half receiving yards love it
2: they're gonna try to contain him and they're they're gonna get you know he's gonna get a bunch of balls um but 92 92 and a half is is a low number for that man
1: yeah he can definitely get into triple figures um all right good stuff Guys, it has been an incredible season. Uh, the ACL pod here featuring Captain Wags. We are, we'll, you know, we, we'll tweet it out. We may do, you know, some, a pod, just sort of a touch base pod with you guys in the spring in the summer, something like that before back in the fall. So we'll definitely let you guys know. We'll tweet it out. Um, but yeah, it's been fantastic. Love all the feedback. The pod just continues to grow week after week, and that's because of you guys. We definitely appreciate it. if if you you know enjoy the pod, like the pod. We definitely appreciate those five star reviews. They definitely help us grow. So thank you so much, Wags. Anything to close up shop here on your end?
2: No, you know, looking forward to the the Super Bowl. This is going to be fun. And uh, again, we're in full swing now in in hockey, college hoops, NBA. So uh, a lot to look forward to. Of course, you know the pod is focused on football for the most part. And while we do kind of talk a little bit about the other sports uh we'll be taking a break for a little bit but we'll have the pod here and there and uh looking forward to i guess enjoying some uh some chips some dip some beers some liquor however you enjoy the super bowl have a good one enjoy it let's make some money and uh definitely check out the site and get the package
1: absolutely guys again thank you to chris andrews Thank you to Dave Mason. Thank you to James Carvel. We definitely appreciate your time, and hopefully you guys enjoyed those interviews. All right, guys. Good luck on all your Super Bowl bets. Questions, hit us up on Twitter. We don't just sort of say that in passing. We really do mean it. So part of this whole thing is interaction, and uh, we enjoy talking to you guys. So for WAGS, I'm ACL. Good luck on all your bets. Enjoy the game.